Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. As always, I'm your host, Craig Picorni, here with Hall of Fame head coach, Alan Picorni. And we have a special guest today, uh, Senior Captain Matthew Coe. As you could probably tell, or if you have uh, been around the last couple days, I have very little voice left, so I'm going to try to talk as little as possible. I know that's hard to do, but... Um, as always, you can send any questions to the Twitter or ask us. Um, we'll do a guest segment with about Matthew here to kick things off and uh, recap the week and give a little brief uh, preview of the week to come and always uh, touch on the wild card for the duels. So uh, maybe you can hear me, maybe you can't. I don't know. I feel like half of uh, my words aren't even coming out. So uh I guess we'll kick it right off to talking about uh, Matthew Coe. Like I said, he's a senior captain, been around the program for quite a while. Um, I don't know if you have a list for him, but I guess one thing I thought of just off the top of my head is um, talk to people about the difference between your your freshman year and your senior year, and both uh, personally and the the program and team itself. Yeah, um, from freshman year to this year, I've changed a lot in how I wrestle and how confident I am is a big thing. I put in a lot of work over the summer for the past couple of years and it's really helped me be to where I'm at now. What about the team? Craig had okay. mentioned the team. What, what do you think about where the team was at your freshman year and where we're at now? I mean, you could uh, look at overall the, the work ethic, the you know, the attitudes of the kids i mean how just trying to think yeah. how you how you put that i mean the mental you know the attitude what they're thinking and and how they uh approach practice and and the sport and everything else well freshman year we i know we had a pretty good team we got fourth at state duels i think that year yeah and yes one big thing is i don't think we ever had really great practices in that with that team and i think that's what's different from that year and this year i think we have a lot of good practices and overall as a team, I think we all just have a lot of fun and we're just kind of comfortable with each other, all encourage each other. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're you're honest about things because, you know, I know where where my opinions are of where we're at then and and this team and too, but I want to see what, uh, what your thoughts are, I guess, and that's what we got out. Uh, anything else you think about as far as... Um, differences between back then and now as, as a team or your personally mm, no I think like I think we're just a lot closer as a team uh-huh. we all talk to each other and I don't know we're close yeah and you know the um, you know speaking of that team and uh, you know there's uh, you know a lot of kids on that team that I uh, enjoyed coaching and, and uh, still have good relationships with this far as when we we meet and talk and things and a lot of a lot of good kids but um you know they're probably also could have done better in practice from my agree and and uh some did uh so you know not to disrespect those that did but uh um but as a whole i would say you're you're probably correct that the work ethic is better this year's team and you know and it's nothing that was preached differently i don't believe uh, it's just that uh uh, you know, uh, to you guys uh, as a as a group, uh, it says a lot about you guys 
you know, taking that to heart and learning and, and listening to what what uh, coaches are preaching and how how what you got to do to become a, a great wrestler and have a great program. And uh, again, nothing against what they did or some individuals did a great job and, and some that didn't. And and uh, but here everybody's buying into it, I'd say, for the most part. And um, there's always some that can do better. And and, and uh, you know, the great thing is. Uh, you know, I like your your guys' leadership. How you're teaching uh, the young ones what it's what what it's like. Cause uh, you know, your you know most of your seniors are got a great work ethic in their practice room, um, and probably more importantly, how you treat others. Um, you know, you welcomed in other kids coming into the, the school as far as freshmen, um, you know, transfers uh, and, and all that stuff. Uh, you know, because, I mean, shoot, this is one of the uh, most unusual years we've had for kids coming into our program. You know, one comes from Colorado, one comes from from, from North Carolina or South Carolina, somewhere in one of the Carolinas, and and uh, um, had a kid from Iowa for a while there. Uh, and and then other kids that, uh, you know, moved in as, uh, you know, into Bennington and, and stuff. And, you know, as, with a growing community, that's not unusual, for us, we've every year we seem to have new kids that move in. This year seemed to be a lot more than normal, and uh, and actually this year more contributors than than normal. And um, you know, and I, I going into the season, I had high expectations for us without any of those guys that uh, are contributing, uh, you know, on the varsity yet. That uh, I thought we were going to be a top five team, and uh, with without them, and now with them. Uh, you know that that might just take us over the top, and that's what we're hoping. I don't know what what you guys' thoughts are on that. If uh, as far as uh, you seniors, what are your what would you say you guys are thinking and talking? Because um, you know I'm not in those conversations always. It, you know maybe you're Saturday night after a tournament, you're at home talking about things, and so what are your thoughts on where you think we could be at as a team? I think as a team we we could very easily and I think it's very possible that we could win state duels and state maybe even mm-hmm. I think we can make a run for it and like you said even last year we were talking about at the end of the season about how our team's going to be this year and we thought we were going to be really good but then we got these new p- kids that came in that we weren't expecting and it's just even better than what we thought sure and uh good thing is we got some more coming in next year we hope that <laughs> looking yeah. at some of our eighth graders and and again, you just never know about the move-ins, and and you know what? Uh, uh, you, you talk about these move-ins, and people say, "Oh, you're so lucky." Well, yeah, you know it, that happens once in a while. It happens to everybody. It happened to Gretton a couple of years ago. They got a couple two state champions. The worst already state champions. We got nobody that was a state champion come in. <laughs> they may be a state champion this year, but uh, you know they had two state champions moved in, and so that happens. But you also forget about. Uh, the kids we've lost, because remember that, uh, um, you know, we had Matthew Curzon uh, moved away and and uh, uh, Braden Sarda, um, both those guys who have been on our team last year. And uh, probably where they start as freshmen, they would have probably been state medalists for last year. And, uh, you know, put two state medalists on that team last year, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, it turns into a potentially in a state uh, qualifier a, a dual team and, and uh, and uh, you know uh, maybe a top ten um, 
team and individual tournaments. So, uh, yeah, we're, we kind of are fortunate that we got some kids that uh, you know are coming in uh, that are contributing, but uh, uh, we've also had the other side too. <laughs> so, you win some, you lose some. Yep. Um, one more thing, I, uh, I'm ask I'd ask you, Matthew, what do you, what advice would you give? Uh, let's say to any of the freshmen right now that, uh, um, you know, looking back over your career, uh, any advice you'd have to the freshmen if they want to make themselves a better wrestler or have more success or, or whatever, what would you give to them? I think a big part of what's gotten me to being better is the summer work and being more confident in how I wrestle. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, you know certainly those are, we'll talk about all that summer stuff, you know later probably in another podcast, um, and definitely at practice, usually around districts and state we start talking about those things because it's, you know time to start thinking about it and and all that. But uh, um, you know good advice, um, Craig. You got any more? No, but I'm probably not going to talk as much today. Otherwise, I probably would have thought of something. Oh, it's, it's a lucky day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to add no. right now, Matthew? Okay. All right. As I guess as we go, uh, you know, feel free to jump in when we when we're talking about this stuff. And anything you want to add, you can. Um, and we might even throw a question your way, time or two. But um, basically, this is. Just like having a conversation here between us and just happens to be recorded and a bunch of people out there listening. It's kind of like we do in McDonald's on the way from Lexington, except <laughs> we record it. So um, I guess we'll just dive into to last week. I don't know if there's anything practice-wise or anything else you want to talk about last week that outside of the competitions. Uh, yeah, I know you always ask me about practice, and I don't really have a lot normally because, I don't know, there's just not much you could say about it, especially this time of year. Um Again, we're just kind of in the uh, everything's been installed that we're going to show. Um, you know, I did show, you know, more, uh, I would say considered more of an advanced technique on Monday with the varsity guys just because, uh, you know, they were there. And, and uh, certainly it's something we'll show again to the other kids at some point, maybe not this year or whatever. But, but uh, so it's more in the tweaking what we got. Uh, polishing up on the technique. I got a list of things from from this weekend uh, that we'll, we'll address next week or on Monday. But uh, that's kind of the mode we're in right now, polishing what we got, uh, you know, making corrections and and uh, trying to peak at the end of the season. Speaking of Monday, uh, Monday Elkhorn uh, JV, um, I didn't see it on track. I was going to pull that up. Um, so... Uh, Luckily, Coach Lenhart sent out a tweet with the placers, so at the very least, we could touch on that. Um, I'll let you mention them since people probably will hear your voice a little bit better. I've got in the run of show. Well, um, yeah, I'll pull that up real quick. And here it's not easy to find because I had trouble finding it when I was there. But uh, overall, you know, I, it was a, a good tournament for our guys. Um, you know, it ran real late again. Um, you know, they've had some new coaches, a lot of coaching turnover in the last several years. So, uh, at Elkhorn, so uh, they struggle with a little bit with uh, uh, right now of of running their tournament in an efficient way. Um, it happens when you have 
different ideas come in all the time and usually it takes a year or two to get things under your belt as far as run efficiently and so uh they're still working at that and i think we got out about 11 20 that that evening which um you know it's pretty late for school night well, it's just way too late for school night in fact uh but uh um you know otherwise the the competition was good um yeah, I'm just about ready here to to, to get it, but um, that way I can speak exactly on what our guys did. And I, I came in halfway through because I ran the varsity practice and uh, got there about halfway. So, uh, um, and they, uh, now they had uh, the bracketing, they, they put them into round robin brackets um, and were from four to six uh wrestlers i i believe it was what it was uh, so you'll hear a couple 106s like uh, uh connor wood got second place uh, in his bracket and connor Rotoni both also got second place uh they're both 106 for us um you know and one thing they did too is they also kind of grouped those by similar ability so uh the more experienced wrestlers wrestle each other kind of like the old middle school days where they grouped the the kids together and um uh, that's good in a way uh, so that, you know, for their experience, uh, you because know, JV were still considered as developmental, um, you know, so that's good in, in that way. Uh, it's bad in a way that uh, draws on the, out the tournament a lot longer because uh, you get a good wrestler against a good wrestler, they're going to wrestle six minutes and, and not pin each other probably, and you get a bad wrestler against a bad – well, I shouldn't say bad, that's not – politically correct but it's an inexperienced wrestler because there's no bad wrestlers they're all inexperienced um you know because some people might have said you were a bad wrestler matthew when you're a freshman but and that that's not right that's you're an inexperienced wrestler because look at where you're at now but uh so inexperienced wrestler against inexperienced wrestler they're still going to wrestle it out for six minutes it might be six minutes of of bad wrestling and that i can say is true because <laughs> inexperienced wrestlers you know their technique isn't exactly good so uh, those are the matches you get that are like 22 to 19 and it's just points everywhere yeah and and you know and they so again that takes longer um you know so that's that's a positive and a negative to that way that the you know the bracketed tournaments might run a little quicker um as far as because guys get beat out and and you know the negative to that is if you're an inexperienced wrestler and you need more mat time, you might have somebody super tough that you pin you real fast, and then you have another guy that's uh, average and, and beat you in points, and then you're done. Uh, whereas otherwise, if you're inexperienced and you're same similar ability kids you're wrestling, you'll have three matches of similar ability and and some development there. So there's arguments for both styles of tournaments, um, you know. But so. Anyhow, that kind of explains probably way too much information that people want to know about how the tournament. Anyhow, so we talked about Connor, uh, the two Connors at 106. Uh, 120, Luke Woods uh, finished second place there. Um, you know, and actually a couple of these guys were almost done by the time I got there. Um, but I did get to see a little bit. Um, you know, Walker Bankin finished second place. Uh, last second places here. Uh you know, Dawson also finished second place. Both of those guys at 126. One was 126A, 126B. 
uh, you know, both those guys are, you know, have, they have a potential to step in our lineup. And, you know, our, we have challenge matches this week, uh, the final ones of the season. Um, you know, and, and Dawson, Walker, those two guys are very close in ability. Um, and also they're both very close in ability, uh, you know, to uh, uh, win the varsity spot over Austin. Um, you know, and what that can create is a, a good situation for them all and, and you know, somewhat a disappointing one that for the ones that get beat out, but a good situation where they're all close and if they push each other and make, make each other better, uh, that's good. Uh, so I could see those two um, – both really trying to battle a lot. What it'll be since they're both 126, they'll wrestle each other off uh, to see who gets to wrestle or challenge uh, Austin for the, for a varsity spot. And, and there's going to be other spots too. There'll be challenges, but uh, I just brought that one up since we were talking about those guys. Might actually be a good opportunity to remind people kind of how the the challenges work when you challenge a varsity guy versus when it's two JVs working up the the ladder, I guess. Yeah, uh, we when we start our wrestle offs at the beginning of the year, we established kind of like a depth chart the way you look at it, where guys are ranked one, two, three, four, however long it is uh, in their weight class. Uh, now, when they move different weights, we got we put them at the bottom and move them up normally, or if there's someone that's pretty experienced, we might just start them at the top and see where they are, and go down. So we we kind of try working it in there as fair as we can. But uh, once uh, the weight class is established like this, um, you can only challenge a guy in above you. Uh, so in this case, uh, you know Walker and Dawson are real close. Dawson can challenge Walker. The winner of that now is in, in second place, and the second place guy now challenges uh, Austin. Uh, the lower challenges are only one and done. You win, you, you move up. Uh, but to earn the varsity spot, uh, you know, we, we try taking out a situation where somebody you know, gets a lucky headlock and, and, or something like that and pins a guy, and, and now all of a sudden he's varsity. Um, you know, let's say, uh, you know, no, no disrespect to Connor Wood, but he's, you know, an, an experienced wrestler, and, and, and uh, honestly, he's exceeding my expectations this year. He's got a winning record, um, and, uh, you know, Long story short, I you know he's he's you know still physically very uh, you're not not mature yet, and, and so I'm I'm really excited about that that he's gonna you know as much success as he's had he's he's gonna come along and do a lot better down the road for us. But anyhow, uh, for him to catch Kale Lordson and pin him all of a sudden, Kale undefeated uh, number one rated wrestler, or he, should, he probably will be after this week this weekend. Yep. So. Uh, you know that that's not fair to Kale um, to win all year long and someone get lucky on on him. Um, you know, so that's why we do the two out of three with the varsity guy. And the varsity guy, he um, he has the advantage that you know the slight advantage because he earned it through the wrestle offs. Uh, that if he wins the first match out of that challenge. Uh, then it's done. It's one and done in that case. But if the challenger wins the first match, now it goes to two out of three. Um, you know that, that that means that varsity guy has got to win the next two, or or he's he's beaten. Um, you know, but uh, and the JV guy, 
the challenger can win the next one and it's done and so it wins two out of three or they could split and uh, but anyhow, it, it helps eliminate the, the luck factor. I mean, it still could happen. Somebody could throw a headlock twice and get a pin, but that would mean they're pretty close in ability. That's worked well for us over the years. Um, I think it keeps things as fair as possible. Um, so anyhow, that's your explanation for the challenges. All right, I think we're at Gavin. And, um, Gavin finished yep. third. Uh, you know, he had a little bit bigger bracket, so uh, he had some more, a few more, a couple more matches in there. Um, he went two and two in his bracket, um, and Gavin's having Gavin's having a good year too for us on JV. Um, spent you know all last year in varsity, kind of got stuck in that middle there. He's he's behind you, Matthew. So. Um, better watch out. He's probably going to come challenge in. He's been just waiting, I think. He's just been waiting for his moment, and uh, he's going to come after you. So watch out. But anyhow, uh, you know, he had a good season for us last year, I thought, uh, you know, stepping in as a freshman. Um, and, and uh, I, you know, we have high hopes for him down the road yet. And I think next year we're he's going to be in those, one of those situations where we're going to need – uh, him and like Walker and those guys to to put on some pounds and in the weight room and and uh, you know fill in those weights that we have all these seniors that are leaving. Um, then next we had Drew Husky. He got first place. Um, real happy for Drew. Uh, he got first place. Uh, unfortunately, he broke his hand during the process and still got first place. Wrestled and finished it out. Didn't really know that until Monday he co- or now Tuesday he comes in. And shows me his hand, wants me to tape his finger together because it hurts. And you look at it, it's all, you could see it swollen and and uh, discolored a little bit. And it's like, ooh, that doesn't look good. So we taped it up and said he, and told me he probably should check it out. And, and uh, uh, he did and found out it was broken. So uh, that kind of stinks for him. But he goes out on, on the season on top because I, I doubt that he'll be able to wrestle They'll clear him in time for the any competition coming up, but uh, never know. But so um, next we had Blaine at 145. Uh, Blaine was at 38 most of the season, but uh, decided at the end of the year to uh, to move up to 145 because <coughs> we already had Drew there as a backup, and why have two backups in one weight class? And when 145 is open, and plus who knows, maybe those guys are. Are planning that Drew's gonna take? Well, I guess Drew can't anymore. <laughs> take out uh, Robert and then Blaine take out Colby uh, in wrestle offs this week. But Blaine got first place. Um, real happy for him too because Blaine started out at 38 varsity early in the year, and um, and I know we had some guys move up and wait or stay up and wait, kind of trying to get him in the lineup because um, we have you know we have high expectations for him to be a you know, a great wrestler for our team, um, you know, and I know uh, you've talked about him that you felt that, uh, you know, he could have a lot of success. But, uh, um, you know, I think one of the biggest things is what you mentioned is confidence uh, that he needs because in the room he looks real good. And, and when you get out in the mat, you know, in the heat of the battle, uh, I think it's not that he's uh, doesn't know the technique, but, a little less confident 
what that usually does is that make you a little hesitant and you're hesitant in, in, you know against the competition we see in varsity um, it doesn't ha- go good <laughs> so uh, good to see him get first and I, I see him building confidence um, and that's great because uh, you know I really expect him back in the varsity lineup next year still and and really helping our team out and I uh, I have high hopes for him down the road yet. Uh, Nico is at 152, finished fifth place there. Um, Tristan also at 160, got fifth place. Um, then uh, bumping up to 195, uh, Carter Lurch, uh, champion. So got first place, uh, um, you know, Carter's been doing a nice job of getting some wins, and we need to polish up on his technique yet, but uh, that's probably the same with all the JVs, wouldn't you say, Matthew? There? Yeah. Um, and then Joey gets his first win, um, you know, although it, uh, it was a forfeit. Uh, Boys Town had to leave because it was getting too late, so he got one there. But uh, um, And we'll talk more about Joey later, too, but uh, – uh, you know, it, it it meant a lot to him to at least uh, get on the board there and get a get a win. And you know, he he came has come close a time or two. And and uh, you know, he's a kid that uh, j- just decided to come out the week before wrestling started. <laughs> you know, and and you know, he's never done any athletics. Uh, you know, in high school, and so it was his first time trying out. So, um, you know, I know the team really cares for him and is happy for him and and all that so it's good to see that but that's kind of the wrap up for the El- for Monday's results at Elkhorn yeah the team took uh sixth I think Cam coach Lenhart said yeah they they keep some weird scoring there well I mean it, it's just scoring but again you know you're looking at um uh you get if you have two in the same weight class like at 106 only one scores and that's good I mean, because you don't – otherwise, then the team that brings 30 kids is going to win it every every year. Um, and we had 10 guys, I think, that uh, were scoring for us, and some of those other teams had all 14. And and then how they did the bracketing, it, it's just uh, – it, it's hard to uh, – I, I wouldn't – I'm not saying it's unfair, but it's hard to really determine who's really the best team out of all that because I thought we had a chance of finishing higher – um, because uh, let's say like a counter Tonya, you know, uh, he gets second place because he's in in a bracket that uh, um, that are all the tough kids. In uh, in you know he did a great job. He beat a couple tough kids, but he ended up losing to one in overtime. Uh, so he's only gonna, he's going to score for second place, which is good. But uh, you might get somebody in another team that. Uh, um, was in the easy bracket because they didn't have anybody as good at, at 106, and he gets first place in his bracket. So now you got Connor Rotonia, who probably, if you had a full bracket and everybody's wrestling each other, but probably would have got first, and this other kid would not have placed at all for a different team, and he scored more points. So kind of, a, I, I'd say, I, I wouldn't say that that's a good, a- accurate indication of, of teams there. Um, I mean, it. It's nice that they're doing that, but they used to do that when they had the full brackets, double elimination. And that's probably a better indicator of, of 
quality teams. And, um, you know, and that's not the important part of this tournament. Um, anyways, it would be nice to have won, yes, but uh, the important part is the development of the kids. So, anyhow, you're right there. We got finished about sixth place. So then um, Thursday, we had a senior night with Omaha Burke, pretty big time duel. Omaha Burke being rated as high as fourth, I think, in, in Class A duels. Um, so they came to our house and we had our uh, had some JV matches beforehand. Um, I think we went just better than 500 on that. I don't know if you want to touch in on any of those before we dive in on the varsity. Uh, well, um, you know, we, I mean, if you look at scoring wise, which I mean, we, I mean, we end up winning five, uh, went five and three in that. So yeah, a little bit over and, and um, either everybody either got pinned or, or, or got a pin except for one match, uh, technical fall. Uh, but, uh, uh, no, not much to add there. Uh, just I was pleased to see our, our JV kids compete with uh, Class A varsity uh, or not varsity Class A JV team because um, usually you think of the Class A the one thing that uh, A has over B is is more the depth um, you know it, and so that's where like duels too I mean uh, it's tough to beat a Class A highly ranked team because they have depth, you know, in 14 weight classes. Uh, but now you get down to the JV level and uh, that's where de depth really shows off in class A and they, you know, and uh, you would think a class A should clean up on a class B JV team, but glad to see our guys. And if you score it out, um, which we de don't really keep score, but track wrestling happens to do that. I mean, we don't know. I'd rather turn it off for JV things, but, but it, you know, when we put it in the track wrestling, it, it does show up. But we won 29-18. That, I, I don't really take that as a victory. But but the the part shows is that uh, our JVs were competing against well, very well against, um, you know, a Class A team that, that shows our depth that we have. And some of those young guys are going to, like I say, going to really help us out in the future because um, we're going to need them with these seniors graduating. Um but going on to varsity, assuming you want to do that, Craig. Uh, we'll talk about that some here. Um, yeah, they're a, kind uh, of a wild duel. Kind wild, of a wild duel. Wild in weird ways. Um, know, let's, let's let's see what Matthew thinks about. Because it's a senior night, we'll let the senior <laughs> start it off. His thoughts and stuff on the on the duel and and what expectations were going in, and also how things went and. And everything. Any thoughts you have? I thought going into the duel was going to be close, but I thought we were going to win it. And then going towards the end, I was getting real scared. With like three matches left, we were down by six or something like that. Or It was close, and uh -huh. it worried me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about there, guys? Uh, yeah, you got the... Got the the opportunity to wrestle probably the number one guy pound for pound all class in Nebraska. Oh, How'd yeah. that go? That was Jeff, that was fun. He scored on him. <laughs> I did. He let me up. <laughs> hey, it's a score. Uh, he's he was fast. Was my main issue. I just couldn't keep up. 
Right. And, and you know, there's no shame in losing to a guy like that. Um, you know, and going into the match, you had nothing to lose, you yeah. know. And and because uh, everybody in the whole state, you know, expects him to win easy. And, and uh, you know, and uh, unfortunately he did. But <laughs> when you say he's pound for pound, you know, top, one of the top guys or the top guy in the state, but really he's – you know, top one or two guys in the whole country. So, yeah, he's uh, he's pretty good. Most people lose to him pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, there's no shame in that. But, uh, uh, yeah, as far as the duel went, um, you know, it, it, it was a duel that uh, I felt we really needed to win. Uh, I felt we needed to win at least one of the last two duels um, on Class A to uh, – to put us in the top three in the in the uh, state dual tournament points, um, you know, as we when we talk about that later, it doesn't look like we're going to get there because of other teams what they're doing. But uh, um, but I still thought it was important to get those all to uh, solidify our, our qualifying and and also get us as high seeded as possible uh, to give us the best chance of uh, making it to the finals and, and winning the state duels if, if that happens but uh so obviously it's very important being a class a team um they have a great record they're uh you know in the point system you have four tiers they're in the top tier so we get maximum points for them uh for beating them uh you know so not only for pride of, of beating a top 10 team like that in class a and and uh but but also for uh you know, like I said, our, our state tournament points, um, you know, and um, just think about beating a Class A team that's top five, like you had said. Uh, you know, that's that's quite an accomplishment for our, our guys and our team. Um, you know, something they should be proud of, and and uh, you know, each week doing that type of thing, and and uh, uh, you know, when you, I mean, imagine what, and just. This is no disrespect to any other sport or anything like that, but but uh, the the recognition that other sports get and, and that's known and understood that uh, like football and basketball, they those type of sports are are more popular and get more recognition and and uh, but uh, uh, imagine if the football team would would beat the top five team in Class A, uh, you know what this what the town would would do. I think they would celebrate like you won a state title and. And uh, we go out and do it, and you Business know we get usual. a couple congratulations, but uh, it's kind of expected, I guess, out of it. So positive to that is that our program is where <laughs> is 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 where is doing things great, and people are just like, yeah, that's what we expect. We expect them to win, so that's that's a positive, uh, um, you know, you know, for for our guys that. Uh, you know they they are considered to be uh, that good or whatever, but uh, so anyhow, uh, how obviously how, how uh, important this duel was. Uh, we started off at 106. Um, kind of didn't want to start there because uh, we were trying to figure out how you know who we we're going to move around or what, and uh, to make this maximize our points. Um, so we had to right away just kind of. Um, Jumping right into where it was really that 106 through 126 where we were 
considering what we need to do to to move around and make it work for us and and so we were hoping to start at 132 so that we when we got to that point we either know we're comfortable or we're okay or or what we need to do but so uh, and they and they had a kid at 113 that uh, didn't make it. It's, it's fairly decent. Um, you know, it's un- unfortunate for them because that didn't help them out any. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, we end up, we ironically lost a coin flip, but we got our choice we wanted. <laughs> so, uh, you guys have been bragging all year long how, how you're winning the coin flips always. Even when you win, even when you lose. So, that's good. <laughs> Keep it up. We may need that coming up here in the state duels or something, a couple wins on a coin flip. Because uh, really, it's sometimes in those really, really tight duels, it does come down to, I mean, it's it's, it's amazing how it comes down to a coin flip. Um, well, last year, Beatrice came down to a coin flip. Yep, because, it, it, uh, you know, going to the duels, a lot of times the coaches will look at moving around and stuff like that. And sometimes we'll, you will know what they're going to do. Uh, and sometimes they know what we're going to do. And so, uh, you know, it's whoever wins a coin flip on how to counter it and who has to go out first, um, you know, and that could make a difference. Yes. So uh, anyhow, but they they made their choice based on some upper weights, which uh, surprised me and also we'll get to in a little bit. It'll be an interesting situation for them. Um, but uh, so we got our choice because uh, – we figured that, uh, uh, you know, their wrestler that they had in there, uh, it was a, was a decent wrestler. Uh, he wasn't great. He wasn't bad. Uh, but, uh, you know, looking at, uh, what that kid did against, uh, some common opponents that we have that, uh, uh, you know, we, we felt were kind of Ratonia where his experience is right now that it would be a toss up match, uh, if we wrestled him. So we'd prefer to have Kale wrestle him, um, and we thought, and we were, we, we knew with them being open there, um, we're going to move AJ up. Uh, otherwise, if they had their regular guy in, AJ would have stayed where he's at, and they would have stayed, and we would have went from there. But uh, now that there's an open there, we're trying to maximize our points. Um, we put Kale in against their guy. They didn't move up. Um, Look, they had report first anyway, way, so we were able to get the pin there. Connor returning got the, the forfeit. Um, AJ moved up for the uh, for the team and and going into it I knew that that was a match that was going to go either, either way uh, you know and, and sometimes that's a hard decision to put a, a kid up who uh, well in this case he would have got a forfeit so he wouldn't have got to wrestle um, and I think and knowing AJ and I even kind of talked to him a little bit before uh, I asked him if he's okay with it with going up and he says yes i don't want to run from anybody and so he was uh you know real proud that he was willing to go up and put his record on the line that you know he could have just taken a forfeit and got a, got another win and um you know and moved on but he was willing to to go up and and risk taking a loss and going up against a junior who's uh you know fair is, is very experienced and and does a lot of off-season wrestling too and um, he's actually done pretty well in, in Greco. I don't know if you had, remember some of the results he had, but I, you know, I don't know. He's, he's had a good, uh, he's been wrestling a long time and, 
Yeah. You know, the guy's a junior. AJ's a freshman. Uh, AJ had a great match. Lost 5-4. to four. Uh, Had some opportunities in there, but, uh, you know, just couldn't quite get it done. You know, going up a up a weight class and, <clears throat> and an older kid. <clears throat> Boy, Craig, I don't figure you give me something here or what. <laughs> Actually, mine's from probably yelling yesterday. Maybe you shouldn't have yelled quite as much. Well, I'm pretty sure. Case, but. He was in the in the finals at Fargo a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I think he was a national runner-up uh, in Fargo, so which is the elite tournament of all high school wrestling in the United States. So, <clears throat> you know, quality wrestler there, and AJ went up and competed well with him. <clears throat> we may have to have Matthew finish this here <laughs> podcast with us both losing our voice. <clears throat> all right. Everybody get to the point of all this stuff and get done. But um, all right, so AJ ended up taking a loss there. Uh, <clears throat> Hunter went up against the yeah, brother of that kid and, and lost there. <clears throat> Boy, um, now <clears throat> then Matthew you had Jason. Yeah, yeah that, that didn't go as well as we hoped. Then um, Robert <coughs> picked up a forfeit. Which was a surprise to another one of the kids out of out of the lineup, um, <clears throat> and then Colby had a had a good win uh, over a decent kid. I mean, he he wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. Uh, <clears throat> Tech fall. <clears throat> we were hoping to get a pin, but he couldn't quite get it. One fifteen zero. Connor Breck then uh, loses eight to two against a very good wrestler so <clears throat> even in his loss he kind of helped us out because um, that was a one that you'd think that uh you know they have a rated wrestler against a sophomore of ours who's <clears throat> decent but uh you think they get a pin there so uh nice job for connor of battling with him and and even though he didn't win he helped us out and, and that's the thing about duels is that uh, you know it's a real team win when you win it's not just you know five or six guys winning a tournament for you it's it's 14 guys that that contribute and connor contributed in in a way that uh, you know even in a loss you can contribute Um, all right joe and and here's kind of where they started messing around with the lineup uh you know, they had a number two rated guy in the state move up to 170 because uh, uh, I felt that, uh, yeah, and they probably felt the same way that uh, Logan Burmester was, was going to get a win uh, and possibly a pin over their 70-pounder. So um, they knew that uh, we had some inexperience at 160, and, and uh, uh, you know, and Joe was in the varsity lineup for the first time and, and uh, <clears throat> actually had a real good match going, and, and, uh, you know, it was competing well. It was close. It was actually tied going in the third period. Um, I had him choose – I told him to choose top. I mean, uh, he always uh, – you know, always let you guys have the option to kind of signal that you would like to do something different. And, uh, and he accepted and went top, uh, partly because I, I saw an opportunity there early in the match that uh, the kid was, was susceptible to cradles. And uh, Joe's a pretty good cradler for the most part. And, and uh, Joe put it on. He just, 
went the wrong way with it and and got pinned. So it's called a suicide cradle, and well, well, it's a, it's a good learning experience. Fortunately, it didn't cost us, but uh, uh, it, I mean, it it could have, but it didn't. Uh, so. Uh, good learning experience for him and you know make him a better wrestler but uh, uh, so uh, um, you know that made things a little closer than we'd hope uh, then we go up jump up to 182 and this is what kind of surprised us uh, they had a they had a wrestler that uh, has been wrestling 182 all season long uh, looks like he's on a descent plan down to 170 uh, and uh, so when he weighed in he actually made weight for 170, uh, even though his descent plan wouldn't allow him. So we kind of uh, thought that was interesting, and, and and you know we're looking at, again we're looking at what they're thinking, what they're going to try doing, and and uh, trying to figure out what 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 are their plans there. You know he's made weight for 170. They can't put him out there because that's he's not eligible. Oh, they can't put him out at 95. <clears throat> well, I mean we'll get to that too, but. Right. 170 is his weight plan doesn't allow him to until uh this week sometime so uh didn't know what was going on there I, I, he just probably lost more weight than he should and and uh so anyhow uh you know they didn't it didn't matter when they put out their and moved our 60 pounder up uh so i thought okay well he's wrestling luke uh then and and uh then they didn't put him out against Luke, and I thought, "Wow, that's he must be sick or injured or something that they they would forfeit there, uh, you know, because he wasn't a bad wrestler, he, you know, but but uh, we certainly expected Luke to win and, and possibly get a pin there. Uh, but uh, then Hunter Thompson went out and in you know they did introduce, I thought they sent out kids at, at their introductions for both those weights, so they had a backup, you know, they must you know I. You know another wrestler that they could have put in, and uh, you know, end up because they forfeited one, you know, and then we went to 195, and all of a sudden they put that kid out there, and that's where if you were at the duel, or you actually you probably got to hear the conversation probably, on yeah. Bennington TV. Yeah, it was probably you could hear probably most of the conversation because it was right in front of the laptop. Yeah, I actually, I heard had some people talk to me about that. They heard the conversation, what was going on, and and. Uh, Basically, what it was, uh, you're eligible to wrestle one. You, the weight class you make, you're able to wrestle one weight class up. Based but, on your exact weight, not anything else. Right, based on your exact weight. <coughs> now, the weight management plan that they have in place, uh, you're, you're always eligible for two weights. Uh, or actually, one weight and every weight above that. So if you gain too much weight, but, but you can only go up two weights. So he was actually eligible for normally for 182 and 195 based on his weight plan, but since he made 170, that changed his eligibility to 170 or not set 170. He's not eligible for 170 because of the weight plan, so he's only eligible for 182. He couldn't wrestle anything else. And but they sent him out, and um, you know, and I approached the table and, and asked about that, and you know, said that it, you know, I pointed that out. This ineligible. Um, you know, it's you know that's a that's always a tough decision. You you want to wrestle. I mean, we we don't want to. We you know I don't like winning like that. Um, I you know, and I'd rather have wrestled the match. I think Hunter would have beat him. Um, yeah, and in fact, it's kind of ironic. I know the kid. He I don't know if you remember Matthew. You might not. He he came to our club for a while. 
you, you might not have been around the club then. I think this is even before. And this is probably more in Badger Elite. I don't think you have ever came to those when you're younger. But he uh, he came to our Badger Elite for a while, and uh, so I, I knew who he was and what what he's like. I think Hunter would have beat him anyway, and uh, <clears throat> I don't know if Hunter would have pinned him, but I think he would have beat him. Um, you know, and we'd like to wrestle him. And I did say, hey, I I don't mind going back to 182 and wrestling that, but but they can't do that. Uh, it's against the rules and. Um, to once you forfeit a weight class like that, 182, you can't go back and and say, okay, we'll, we'll take that back and re wrestle. It's too late. I, uh, I mean, it's unfortunate. I wish you could because we'd have put him back out there. And I know Luke wanted to. Uh, but uh, since he wasn't eligible for 195 and he reported, they can't put anybody else out there. It's just, it's just those rules. I was like, you know, why not let, I mean, if they had somebody back up to put in, let's put him in. But, uh, you know, so they ended up with the double forfeit there. And, um, you know, that, that kind of hurt them. Uh, you know, I know they were real concerned about that, but I don't think they were trying to cheat. I really don't. Uh, like, just by their reactions and knowing those coaches, I think it was just a, just an oversight. They The kid was lighter than they expected and just an oversight. And, and uh, so unfortunate for them. But... Uh, so then we had Garrett uh, go out there and uh, you know took care of business, got a pin and got his hundredth career win and kind of nice to have that in front of the home crowd on senior night. I mean, you couldn't plan it much better. Um, and then Jake Starr goes out and loses a close one you know, against a very good uh, opponent. The kid has a great record. Um, it was tied two to two. I thought Jake had Jake was probably in, in better position. Uh, to go in overtime because he scored first. Um, you know, that gives you an advantage in the ultimate tiebreaker. Uh, but uh, Jake, you know, is he, and, and, you know, I don't mind guys trying to go for wins. Sometimes you got to be smart, but uh, he dove in on a shot. And I guess I'd rather be over aggressive and, and lose than under aggressive and lose and, and not even have a chance. But uh, so the kid just spun behind him in the last seconds to win. But um, ended up the duel 41-32. I know we talked about a couple forfeits in there. Um, all honesty, looking at it, I think uh, if they would have had their guys, we would have won those weight classes anyway. Um, it would have been definitely a lot closer. I think, uh, I mean, just doing the math, I think we would have, Tied, uh, tied, and then we had tiebreaker criteria over them, so we had won the duel anyway. It just had been a lot more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, nobody can go out and say, hey, you got lucky. Um, you know, it, it, sometimes those things happen, but I, I think we would have won anyway against them. So to our one hour in, that's we got to Thursday. <laughs> All right. We better speed it up here. Okay, yeah, you mentioned that uh, that well, I mentioned that kid at, from Burke was pretty tough, but he also r- rated number four. You say so. Yep. So Jake's right there with those guys. Um, he's got to learn a little more offense yet, but we're we're working on that. I mean, you can't just dive in on a leg and and pick it up. You, no matter how strong you think you are, you, you got to set them up right, and especially big boys, they they lay on you and squish you. So, but. Uh, so that's why I say he's come along. He's competing well with those guys. He's just, 
Um, you know, it just takes time. But anyhow, that's really all I got for that duel. And Matthew, you had something to add to this here? Yeah. What's your thoughts? So during the duel, we were looking at it and looking where we were going to score and where we weren't. And we were, towards the end, we were not knowing that that kid going to wrestle. We weren't sure who he was or if he was any good or how Hunter Thompson would wrestle against him. So we were getting really nervous in the duel and just was hard to watch <laughs> you and argue out there and not sure it was happening. <laughs> that wasn't really an argument. That was actually one of the more calmer discussions. It's more like <laughs> I just walked up there and say, hey, you know, let's look at this. Here's, here's this wet. I don't think he's eligible. It was a pretty easy conversation. Now, I don't think some of the fans liked it. So, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Burke fans, at least. But, uh, you know, and they're all upset that we didn't wrestle, but what are you supposed to do? I mean, that's just the thing. Well, there's there's a couple of things in there. Uh, well, first of all, if their coach puts him out there, whether it's intentional or unintentional, uh, he he's uh, supposed to be suspended uh, from the next tournament, so he wouldn't be able to go to or duel or next competition. So you're saying technically you uh, save the coach from a suspension. Yeah, and, and it, it doesn't mean it might not have been this week. It might have been maybe the week of state. Somebody pulls it up and says, oh, look at this. This kid wrestled in an eligible weight class. And they investigate and they find out. And they're like, yeah, he wasn't eligible. He's not – the coach is out of the state tournament. So in a way where we did a favor to their, their coach, um, um, you know, and again, like I said, I don't want to win that way, but uh, – at the same time, how do we know uh, they're not trying to cheat? You know, if they're trying to cheat, we definitely want to report it and, and end that. But again, like I said, I I 100% believe that it was uh, an honest mistake on their part. They didn't quite understand the rules. They thought they were eligible for something that, uh, you know, because there's two factors that go into that uh, eligibility, that weight class. And, and so... Uh, uh, and they just they missed one of them. So, anyhow, I guess we're done now. We thought we were done earlier, but we're we are done now on that one. We need to move on. Yep. There's one thing I wanted to add, and that's a, a special thanks to the Booster Club. Um, anybody that was there saw the uh, new smoke and lights and, and backdrop. The Booster Club purchased that equipment for uh, all of Bennington Athletics, so all the sports can use it. Um, it just happens to be that it was an idea I had that. Uh, so we were the first to be able to use it since we just got the equipment in. And uh, if you're around around districts, you should show up for the finals at districts to see that stuff again. So Yeah, and while well, you're throwing thanks around, also to the band for for coming and playing. That's, that's really appreciated. I, I know I've always said I'd love to have the band there every every duel. Um, you know, that's much appreciated. Um, makes the atmosphere that much better. Uh, and then in the fans, we moved it into the main gym because we were hoping to get a big crowd, and I thought we did. If we had it in the main or the auxiliary gym, we uh, wouldn't have enough seats for everybody, so that was good. Um, also had some of our kids' club members come over after practice, and you know, so it made it for a great atmosphere. And so we appreciate all the support that came out for that and made it a fun duel. Yeah, some of those kids' club uh, coaches and parents were nice and vocal, which was great. I got to hear them. They were kind of next to slash behind us, so that was good. So I guess we'll uh, move on to Saturday, finally. You know, Friday night, head out of town about 5.30 and pulled into Lexington about 
almost about nine o'clock, shortly after nine o'clock, and um, kick things off nice and early on Saturday with the the John Higgins Invitational. Yeah, say it better than that. Uh, your voice as good as I could say it. There. And uh, the Higgins. So, um, I guess yeah. we'd kick off to JV first. Um, since they got done well, well ahead of the varsity, we'll start with them. Yeah, this is a, a great event for for our entire team. We get to take a JV out, and they have two gyms there. Um, one's for the varsity, one's for the JV. Um, you know, and real quick, since we're we're giving out thanks earlier, we'll we'll throw out the thanks to the the Athletic Booster Club again uh, for their support. Uh, they pay for our hotel rooms. Um, you know, the, the school pays for one, which is the fracas. Uh, then we're on our own for the other. Um, and the booster club is willing to step up and, and pay for that. So much appreciation for that. Uh, you know, in, in saying that too, any opportunity you have to help out booster club at football games, basketball games, volleyball, softball, whatever they need for concessions, uh, do it because, uh, they generously give to us every year to go to this. Uh, and give us the opportunity to wrestle at this. So, uh, speaking of now to the competition itself, um, you know, JV, they uh, they bracket their tr- uh, brackets. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, there's two ways of doing it. There's the pools, and then there, you know, they do round robin, and then there's, um, you know, you, you could bracket it, and they did brackets. So, uh, and they didn't do team scores. Uh, which is fine too, but but uh, in the end, what ha- what you find out is the uh, when you're a champion, you're a true champion of that weight class, not just uh, of one of three or four weight of, of pools of that same weight class. So uh, you know, try going through these. You know, I didn't get an opportunity to get over there because you know the wrestle at the same time. Um, you know, our break was uh, you know was short enough that we can't really we get a quick something to eat we gotta get back right back to to our guys wrestling and since we have so many guys wrestling it's just almost constant so i never got a chance to get over there i rarely do but i you know some years i peek over there for a few minutes and watch some guys but so i, I can't answer anything specific on these guys um but uh i'll say start off with the 106 um you have connor Ratoni gets first place wins the bracket uh so great job for for connor uh, you know, he's just having a tremendous year for us, uh, you know, at the JV level. And, and uh, you know, he's still uh, got some learning to do, and he's even stepped in and helped us in varsity a few times too. So, uh, you know, he's one that we're really hoping to get in the lineup next year because he's going to step in and, and do big things for us then. Uh, Connor Wood, uh, you know, didn't place, uh, one and two. Um then we got 120. We had Luke Woods finish fifth, um, and these again are these are good sized brackets. Some of them are 16 man brackets, and um, because all the teams that are there for the varsity can send kids and and even multiple kids per weight. So uh, you know I don't know what all the size of the brackets were. I don't, I don't think anyone over over 16, but I know that uh, they are decent size and they placed the six. And so. Uh, uh, Luke had went three and two and finished fifth place, which is great for him. Um, you know, he's one of those kids that works hard, and I think if he follows, uh, 
your advice there, Matthew, I, I think he could be one of those guys that when he's a senior, he'll be sitting in your spot talking about how, how you know, that what uh, all the work that he put in that made him what he is, uh, you know, today. And, uh, and so far, what I've seen out of him is he's got a great work ethic in the room and in the weight room and, and everything. So, um, you know, real happy to see him get a fifth place. Um, we go up to 126. Dawson finished fifth place. Um, you know, he uh, also went three and two. Um, so, you know, Dawson's came a long ways since last year, and, and with his work ethic, he'll keep getting better every year. <clears throat> Uh, we had Walker finish second place, uh, you know, doing a great job. Uh, again, another one of those guys doing a great job at our JV level, and and uh, you know, and he, like we said earlier, he's he was a varsity guy last year for us. Um, actually, I think I was talking about Gavin at that time, but still, Walker was a varsity guy for us last year that kind of fell in those spots where we had some newcomers. I mean, obviously Austin Breckenridge, uh, you know, a lot of potential in him and. Uh, good wrestler, you know, he, and, and Walker's there right there with him. So, uh, but I, we have high hopes for him down the road, and great to see him still doing well, uh, getting runner-up. Uh, then Gavin, uh, Gavin finished sixth place. Uh, yeah, I think he had a, a bigger bracket. Oh, he just uh, he lost in the quarterfinals, so he had to – March his way back a little bit further through. Yeah, they were. I think they were all sixteen. Yeah, and they didn't really they didn't see these brackets. So, um, you know, I don't know what they got. I don't have the bracket in front of me. I'm just looking through results, uh, you know, team results. But uh, uh, they didn't see the brackets. So that means you could be. I mean, he could have been the second best guy. Well, couldn't have been the second best. We got six, I guess. But uh, he could have had the toughest guy in the first round and 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 got beaten at the comeback through. But but uh, still, to come back through, had to win uh, multiple matches in a row to, to get a medal, and and so he did that. So that was that was great. Uh, Blaine finished third uh, at, at 145. So we, we talked a little bit about his, uh, you know, potential and what we, what he means to the team. Uh, you know, Tristan uh, got a little bit of varsity time uh, while Joe was hurt, and as uh, guys were kind of shifting around their weights. Um, you know, so he spent a little bit of time in varsity, but he got sixth here. So good to see him get some wins and and, and medal too at this tournament. Uh, then we had Carter Lurch uh, finish second. Um, you know, and, and again we man, I mentioned Carter. Uh, you know, doing real well in wins and losses and stuff. And we just got to get his technique down. And you know, he's he's that tall, long guy that. Uh, you know, I think when he physically matures that uh, he, he could use that leverage. And once he learns some technique, he can really use that leverage to his advantage. Um, then uh, next, Joey Matland at uh, 220 um, finishes sixth. Got a got a win. Uh, we mentioned earlier he got a forfeit uh, for his first win. And here's and this one actually is his true first win. And, um, you know, and, and – uh, you know, like you said earlier, Joey is just a guy who just decided to come out the last minute, and um, you know, and he's a he's a I I think he's an important part of our team. Uh, you know, it, everybody worries thinks about varsity and and how they do and who's 
wins and loses there, how uh, how that's important to the team. But uh, he, he brings a different part to our team. I mean, one thing that uh, um, we got to remember that ultimately this is a uh, you know a high school sport. It's about uh, developing you know kids' work ethic for the future, or uh, you know developing their um, I put it their interpersonal skills and and making them better people too. Um, and that's kind of where Joey comes in. Uh, you know, he, he's part of our team. Guys like him. Um, you know, from what I had heard, I, I unfortunately wasn't able to be there to witness it, but uh, uh, the guys were all around him cheering, and you think he won a state title, and they're all happy for him. And, um, you know, and that just shows the character of our team that, you know, they could easily look at, at him as like, you know, he's – uh, you know, he's inexperienced and, you know, n- nobody cares about that then. And so what if he won a match? Um, but that's important to him. Uh, it's important to our team, um, you know, and just shows it uh, how uh, how close the team is and, and that you've mentioned too, Matthew. And and so I'm uh, real happy for him to, to get a win there. And he had another real close match in there. So, he, yeah, you know, he – He's he's improving and, and and coming along, so very happy for him. So that's kind of the JVs there. All right, I guess on the on the varsity side of things, um, the Higgins is probably one of the top uh, tournaments this weekend, and uh, you know, very uh, very tough tournament. You know, for the entire season, um, bunch of rated teams and. You know, class B, class A, we got rated teams coming in from out of state. And every bracket, I think, had like three or four rated guys at least. It was just tough all over the place. Um, like I said, I'm not going to talk much. I'll probably let you just – you guys take it from here. Well, well, we'll start off with Matthew. What Matthew, you know, because there was a lot of talk coming into this tournament with you guys. And, I, you know, I heard things I heard from other teachers that, that uh, you know, that – aren't affiliated with the wrestling team, but you know, they, they listen and, and they mentioned to me what some of you guys are saying. So what, so I'm just curious, what are you, your thoughts, your other guys' team thoughts going into it? Um, I guess, go ahead. Well, I knew looking at, um, any wrestle, I was looking at who all is ranked coming in for every weight class. And I know we were all kind of nervous looking at it. I was seeing who had what and how many, ranked kids we had but um i guess the big thing is is we just needed to ignore that just not look at who's ranked and just look at who we can beat okay anything else on that that you think of or i i just knew looking into this tournament that it was going to be tougher than it had in past times i wrestled it Uh uh-huh yeah, it's always been a real good tournament for us, uh, both in quality, uh, and this probably is a little bit better quality than than sometimes. But uh, um, but both in quality and also the, the opportunity to wrestle some of the Western kids we never see and and give us a good look for what uh, you know coming down the road to districts and state or more at state than anything. So uh, um, you know, I, I agree. You know. Just talking about anywrestle.com, there some of their stuff. We got some things here. We had there were eight teams that were ranked mm-hmm. um, coming into this. Uh, the top one is Ray Colorado. They are ranked number one in their two A 
class. I'm not sure what that is. If sounds like that's the middle of the road, like a B size school. Uh, Hastings number two in class B. Uh, number four, Scott Community out of Kansas. Um, then you had number five, Beatrice. Us at number six, Garing at number seven. And then you had two A schools that are ranked in the top ten, North Platte at number nine and Norfolk at, at number ten. So, uh, you know, in Class A. So, uh, eight, eight ranked teams, that's that's pretty amazing. And, and so, uh, yes, it was very tough. And then you go through all the weights, and, you know, I won't go through them all exactly right now. But, uh, yep, quite a quite a few ranked guys. In fact, I think yours was – 132 there's yeah. seven of the yeah seven guys ranked so i think i heard 52 in all ranked kids something there. like that yeah we can count them up but uh it doesn't matter there's a lot yeah <laughs> and uh your name's not on this list what's what's the deal i think they they need to fix that. <laughs> that that might not happen here coming up after this weekend but so uh diving in um and always feel free to jump in if you want and but uh We'll start off at, with uh, Kale at 106. We'll just go right through the weights. And uh, Kale had an unusual weight class where there were three ranked, number one ranked wrestlers. Uh, I guess maybe not three, two. And depends on who you talk to, three. Kale was ranked number one in only one poll. Uh, we know, uh, that's a smart poll. <laughs> but uh, the other two had him number two. And part of that is because, or two or three, depends on which one, I guess. But uh, so anyhow, uh, two other ranked number one ranked, and and the interesting of all, the other two wrestlers were ranked number one at one thirteen, uh, most of the season, and if not even coming into it. Um, but you had uh, uh, you know Chavez from uh, Garing, who was a returning state champ at one oh six last year, has uh, that been at one one thirteen all year long, ranked number one there, and and really winning up there, so. Really surprised to see him drop down. I mean, why would you cut weight to wrestle 106 when you could win state at 113? I don't know. Um, maybe it's to help the team out because uh, they put a, another decent wrestler. Uh, you know, I see that at 113 is not as good, but uh, he's decent. You know, maybe that helps their duels or whatever. Um, and maybe help, they think that will help them in the state tournament. And, and they probably figure they're going to win state. Um, and there's nothing to say that they can't, uh, you know, that, you know, their Chavez can't yet, except for Kale has something to say in that. But, um, so anyhow, that, you know, top end, super tough. Uh, also that Obermiller from Adam Central who was a state medalist at 113 last year. I mean, kind of wacky, all these 113 pounders dropping down. And, and, uh, so not only good quality, but also, um, Good sized kids. I mean, for 106. I mean, they're cutting down. Uh, and then that uh, Collins from Ray, Colorado. That Brady Collins was undefeated coming into it, uh, ranked number one in in Colorado, and and very good. So uh, very very tough weight, um, which we could talk about a lot of them that were very very tough. But uh, great one for Kale to to get some experience. The only disappointment was that uh, Chavez got beat by that Ray, Colorado kid. Um, so we didn't get a chance to wrestle him, uh, but we did get a chance to see him. And I mean, I, I've already studied him a little bit on film, uh, from past performances. Um, you know, so I, I already knew a little bit about him, but, uh, but sometimes you just like to wrestle them to see how they react to what you're doing. 
so that was the only diff- disappointing thing. We didn't get to see him, but on the other hand, we all got to wrestle an undefeated kid that's number one in another state and 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 put it to him. So, Kale uh, semifinal match was against that uh, Obermiller, who was a state male cup down. Uh, you know, started off pretty tough, kind of make started making a little nervous, like okay, I mean this. Kale's having a little trouble with this size and strength. But uh, then Kale turned it up in the second period and end up at the major decision, 11-2, to two, and uh, won pretty easily and convincingly there. Uh, in the finals then, uh, really dominated from the beginning and and uh, was up 12-0 to zero and gave up a late reversal right at the end just to make it 12-2, to two, uh, major decision. So that's that's a huge win over that quality of a kid it's that's pretty that's something um so uh great turn for him earned himself uh, outstanding wrestler of the tournament voted on by all the coaches so um kind of nice that we got outstanding wrestler again here uh, we've been at that this tournament six times and three times we've gotten the ow so kind of nice uh to be that many times bringing it home then at 113, AJ, um, you know, AJ had a real good bracket here too, a very tough one. Uh, AJ ended up losing his semifinal match, uh, you know, five to two. Uh, you know, he had beaten this kid earlier in the year, um, and uh, we could tell right off the bat that they uh, remember and uh, they made adjustments to what AJ was doing and. And I think that was a, a great match for AJ because something I was starting to even think about that he's he's got one move on his feet. Now I know he knows a lot more, and I know he has other moves he can do, but he's been using only one move. Uh, I want him to open up his offense a little bit more. I'd like to see that. I think that showed because that kid knew what he was doing and 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 uh, uh, defended it very well. Uh, so you know that's those things going to happen. Um, Especially as you start getting down to state and you have wrestled these people, so a uh, good match for him to 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 see and understand that hey, we, we got to open up our offense and and I know he's got it, um, so uh, we'll probably see that more down the road. Then in the wrestling back, um, he wrestled this moon year from uh, Sydney. I don't remember if that guy was a state medalist last year or or, or what, uh, but I know he was ranked. You know, let's see what the, what they have him ranked. He was ranked number six by any wrestle. Um, you know, I know he's he was a good wrestler. He is actually ranked. Was he? No, he wasn't ranked ahead of of AJ. Um, but uh, I know there's a lot of talk about. I think he was earlier in the season, but good quality wrestler and something I didn't know that. Uh, I found out afterward, his, AJ's dad told me that AJ's wrestled that kid before, you know, through youth and, and in the past and has never beaten him. So nice to see AJ come out and, and beat someone he's never beaten before and and showing that he's he's been improving. Uh, then his third place match against good quality wrestler from Lexington. And, um, you know, so AJ finished his third and, uh, you know, good tournament for him. You know, probably not what he wanted, not what we were hoping, because we really want also wanted to see that Adam Central kid in the finals. Uh, because uh, I, I'm looking at the where 
guys at 113 are right now uh, with Chavez being down and and uh, Garcia going up that opens up that weight class to um, probably about four or five maybe six guys potentially could win 113 and and AJ's name is in the middle of that so uh, and that court from Adam Central, too, is one of those guys who won the bracket. He he beat the uh, Lincoln Southwest kid by one point. And, and uh, you know, since A.J. is split ready with that kid. So you know that those that A.J. is right there with court. And, but we wanted to wrestle him so we can get a feel for what he's like again later. Uh, next, uh, Hunter Anderson. Uh, Hunter finished sixth, um, uh, you know, at 120. Uh, great for him. Um, you know, let me maybe pull up a bracket here. He hit his five match limit, didn't he? Uh, yes, he did. It, it was he lost fifth place match um, by no contest, which is uh, you know for for those who don't know, um, there's a national rule that you can only wrestle five matches in a day, um, and in this tournament because of how big it was. Uh, and this is why Boys Town goes two days, uh, because with 16 teams, it's possible that you can hit a sixth match in this way. Uh, if you get to that sixth match, you got to forfeit. Uh, and how they did this here was if you forfeit your match, and if and the other person won won the weight class, um, some places they split the uh, points and then just then flip a coin for who gets the medal. Uh, the higher medal here it was just straight if you didn't have if you couldn't you forfeited and you lost um it doesn't count on the record though because it was no contested and that's why they put it in that way so the, the fifth place match doesn't hurt hunter's record uh but still you know for him to to come in in, in this quality of a tournament and get fifth place because see he's got he had five guys ranked um in his weight class so uh you know, and who knows, maybe he beats that one guy. But uh, so a tremendous job for him, um, you know, to to get six. I'm going to pull up his bracket real quick because I'm curious, too, as far as um, where he was seated at this to start with. Because then yeah, that's important, too. So he was seated uh, ninth seed and, and came through and, and, uh, and medal got – Got sixth, so great for him. Um, <clears throat> when he beat uh, any wrestle has the uh, Adam Central kid that he beat uh, rated number eight in their rankings, so goes out and also gets a win over a ranked kid. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. Um, you know, I wasn't even paying attention to that ranking. See, so, yeah, when. When you talk about rankings and you guys going into this thing, I, I, you know, rankings mean something to a point. It means that somebody thinks they're good, but again, we focus on the wrestling itself. But uh, in the end, I, you know, we, we when we report it to the newspaper, we gotta gotta show that stuff. But yeah, a very good win for uh, Hunter to get a medal beats a ranked kid. So a great job for him, and he's one of those guys that he's kind of. Uh, Needs to improve his technique, and he is. But he's a dangerous guy. He he never quits wrestling. <laughs> now, I, what are your thoughts on him, Matt? I struggle <laughs> to watch his matches. <laughs> it's ups and downs, and 
Uh, it's just. Yep. Well, you know, a lot of that shows that he's got some ability, and and he goes after it. Just, uh, you know, once he learns some technique, he's going to be really dangerous then. And you know, he's learning as he goes. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it could be interesting at times. Yeah. Uh, but so real happy for him to to get sixth place in place here. Um, then we go to one twenty six. You know, Austin. You know, Austin is. Uh, he's a guy of the future. Uh, that's all I could say. You know, he, uh, he's got a lot of potential. He's he's young. He's young. Um, I think he gets nervous out there. Like you said earlier, you got to be confident. Uh, you know, that's something that we're trying to instill in him. That uh, he's a lot better than he thinks he is. Uh, and so, when you don't think you're good, and when you really are, you're still not going to wrestle good. So, um, you know, he's wrestling okay for us right now. Just uh, not as good as his potential, and it's not because he's, you know, it's just mainly because he he needs more confidence in himself. All right, uh, then one thirty-two. All right, the big one. Um, I think you had seven ranked wrestlers yeah. out of that. That was the most out of any of the weight classes. Um, and you tell me your thoughts on it. I guess. I was a little nervous going into the tournament, but I thought I could beat at least a couple of the kids that that were ranked and thought maybe I could pull through for maybe a fifth or sixth place medal. Yeah, well, you did pull through and <laughs> pull through better than that even. So, uh, yeah, you know, um, this is a great tournament for you, um, you know, in, in several ways. Um you know, you, you close the gap on, on a guy you've been wrestling all year, and actually for the last couple of years, it's Trevor Ranke, who who's, uh, you know, highly rated. Um, I think uh, he's well, he's number two in Class B right now, and, and we talked, even talking earlier before the podcast, uh, you know, about a couple of kids ranked, uh, and his name was brought up as one of those guys that could win state. Uh, so... Uh, you close the gap. You're closing the gap on him every every time you wrestle him, and and like I told you yesterday, uh, at state that's the time to to pass him up. So uh, that's great for you there. Uh, coming back through, uh, you know it's still tough. Um, nobody's gonna give you anything, and and uh, he did a great job on 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 beating you know, a couple ranked guys along the way, and and uh, you know and. Then when we got to a third-place match, um, going into it, I know I told you that, hey, you should watch this match because uh, there's some the match limitations that we got going on. If if the Norfolk wrestler wins, um, he he maxed out. He's going to forfeit to you, and you're going to win third place because you still had a match available. Uh, if he loses and uh, Garing wins, um, and, and, and the Garing kid, let's see, where's... Fifth or sixth. He's, uh, yep, ranked sixth. Um, and uh, uh, if he wins, uh, then you're going to have to wrestle him. Uh, so, uh, and Garing won. So, you know, I, I mentioned just, all right, you got to wrestle, good. And, you know, the, what I really like with your attitude on that, and really a lot of the other guys can learn from this, is that uh, your attitude was all right? Let's go, you know. And it wasn't like oh, disappointed that 
you had third. You know, if the other guy had won, you would have got third. You're like, okay, we're going to wrestle. And uh, I said, well, you're just going to have to beat him. And you, and you said yes. So And you did it. So I'm, I'm glad that you uh, spoke the truth there, that you're going to win. Uh, but great lesson, though, for others that, uh, you know, some people can get mentally down on that and then they don't go out and wrestle as well as they should. And thinking you got something locked up, and then all of a sudden you, you, you have to fight for it. Um, you know, and I, you know, that's, you know, real proud of your your effort out there and going out there and and, and mentally just like, all right, I'm going. And uh, and taking care of business and getting the win. So, uh, and that kid was a good kid. Uh, it's, it wasn't any luck involved there. Uh, so, uh, great job there and getting third place. Um, and then let's move up, you know, Robert, um, probably one of his toughest weekends of the year. Uh, you know, obviously a tough weight class, uh, you know, tough tournament, but, uh, um, you know, I certainly was hoping he'd do a lot better. He was a number seventh seed. Uh, oh, speaking, going back to where you're seated at, uh, you were eighth seed yep. there. So, um, and finished third. And that's something you're going to see in a lot of our results that we finished higher than some of our seeds. So, uh, you know, we always like to see that. Um, but, uh, you know, Robert was, um, let's say he was seventh seed. So obviously to get a medal would have been, uh, he would have had to upset some people. Um, but he just didn't have a good day. Um, you know, and, and, and Robert's, uh, Robert recover. And, you know, he, he's ha been having a good year this year. Um, you know, and we had a, had a good talk afterward. I hope. I mean, I hope he listened well and in our discussion. And and uh, um, I, I think some of it was mental going into it. Um, you know, and not really get any details on that. Uh, hopefully, it's it's a learning experience for him and and also for our team that we'll, there's there's going to be some things and maybe I'll uh, you know touch on it later. But uh, um, we'll touch on it. I know tomorrow in practice uh, but uh, that we need to do and and to be better so uh, I guess we'll move on then to 145 uh, Colby comes up Colby's also seated seventh going into this um, you know and and uh, Colby's second round uh, he had this uh, Fago from Lexington uh, two-time state medalist uh, the kid is, let's see, where is he ranked here? He's ranked number three. Ranked number three. Um, I don't remember what, what I got him, but probably four. about four. Okay. Um, but, uh, also I feel, you know, seeing some of his results, um, you know, he, he, he's one of those guys I think can contend for a state title. Um, and, uh, so Colby went out and wrestled him and, End up only losing eight to four. You know, a close match. There were a few things in there that I think if we had done a little differently, maybe we get the takedown instead of him or score instead of him. And and all of a sudden you take two from them and and give two to Colby. Now it's a tied match. So, uh, you know, very good match for him. Not only should give him confidence that he can compete with anybody in the state. Because um, if it, you know. If I if there are people betting on who would win that state uh, bracket at state, I think uh, Fago would be one of the 
top guys that come out of that uh, as far as expectations going in, and, and Colby was right there with him. So that should give Colby confidence, um, you know, going in that uh, uh, he can do it. Uh, then he had to come back, wrestle back through, uh, beat the Moshman from Beatrice. Uh, and and that, that wasn't a surprise uh, in my book. I know that, that Beatrice kid was rated number four um, by by any wrestle. Uh, he's a lot lower than that by my ratings. Uh, not no disrespect to him, but I, I, I know that Colby beat him. They, well, I guess Colby split with him last year. Yeah. Lost the first match, and then I think he won the next two matches or whatever they wrestled. And um, but uh, I, I felt Colby would beat him again, and, and he did. So that was good. And that was also important for district seeding because even though we've seen Beatrice uh, a lot this year, <laughs> uh, you know, two duels and now two tournaments, uh, those two never wrestled because Colby was up at one fifty two, and so. Uh, in order to get a seat ahead of him at districts, we needed to wrestle him, and he did and got the win, so that was good. Uh, then then Colby had this uh, um, Felber from McCook, and I don't think, I don't see him in, in their ratings. Uh, I know that uh, he, he had gotten some uh, talk of ratings and may have been some early season ratings. Uh, uh, I think he was a state qualifier last year. So a quality, uh, quality wrestler that he had to, to wrestle there. And, in fact, um, that that McCook kid actually beat uh, Hastings Samuelson, who I was you know very concerned about as being a, a tough wrestler, uh, you know, for us if we if we match up in duels, uh, beat him eleven to three, uh, and then Colby goes and beats McCook eight to four. So. Uh, makes it me feel good that uh, we got a great chance against that Samuelson from Hastings, and and also shows that that uh, kid's a quality kid. And Colby goes out and beats him, and and uh, you know, a fairly solid win. I mean, eight to four. Uh, that was an eight to four match. It was probably uh, better than that where I mentioned earlier where Colby lost eight to four, and I thought it was a close match. Uh, this was a match where Colby pretty much controlled most of the time, and. And uh, I felt it was a, uh, you know, it was never really in danger of losing that thing at all on in one eight to four. Uh, and then he had to, uh, because Colby reached his match limit, uh, uh, he had to forfeit his last match. Or, uh, and so that's why Colby ended up fourth. Uh, really would have liked to wrestle that to Holdridge kid because um, it might be somebody we see down at state. Uh, I mean, I think Colby wins that match, but... Uh, uh, you know, it, it is what it is, and we we didn't get the opportunity to wrestle him, um, but uh, maybe down the road. So good tournament for Colby, uh, you know, knocking off some ranked kids and, and uh, wrestling well and definitely above his seed. Uh, <clears throat> so moving on to 152, we got Connor Breck. Uh, Connor wrestled like a sophomore. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it, part of it was – uh, you know the the competition. He he had some good opponents, uh, even in his wrestle back. I mean, it was kind of a weird situation where uh, a decent wrestler uh, was like zero and zero coming in, or zero and one. I think he, they had a loss in a duel or something, uh, and 
because he hadn't been wrestling all year, he gets the last seed, and unfortunately, that's usually an easy pin for for would have been an easy pin for Connor. You know, after Connor lost his first match against uh, probably some of his, you know, they were eight and nine seed. Connor was nine. The other kid was eight. So I guess technically they got it right. I guess because he he beat him in a close match. Um, you know, he, he his next match would probably be an easy pin for him. But he gets this kid who's comes in 0-1 and gets last seed and and is not a bad wrestler. Although I still think Connor, you know, could have won that. Um, you know, but it was lost a close one there. <clears throat> and uh, but uh, you know, more to work on. And again, Connor's a sophomore who we uh, you know, there's some things there where we saw that we had talked about. Uh, I think more Andy and I talked about that. We need to work with him on and in practice to help him uh, get better. And so, it is even though he didn't have a great day, um, opportunity to to continue to to learn more about him. You know, being a new kid in our program, and also what more we can do to help him in his development. So, um, one day he's winning state championships and helping our team uh, down the road. Uh, <clears throat> going on to one sixty. Uh, you know, Joe getting in the lineup uh, first tournament in the, in the varsity spot, and um, you know, and it didn't go too well for him. As, uh, but uh, uh, you know, Joe's getting better every year. He's he's light years ahead where he was as a freshman, and and uh, uh, you know, we still got more to work with with there. But uh, um, you know, glad to see Joe out there and getting a varsity spot. Nice kid and. And he, he, he works hard and tries hard, and that's uh, that's very important. Um, you know, next year is going to be one of the senior leaders, we, you know, so we need him to um, have success and, and do do well. But uh, Going on to 170, um, you know, again, Logan Burmester uh, uh, probably didn't have his best day. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. Um we won this tournament, but I didn't think it over, like I said, eight ranked teams, and I didn't feel uh, we wrestled well overall. Uh, yeah, certainly we had some individuals do very well, and we have already talked about some of those and, and some more, but overall I didn't think we had our best uh, best performance total. And I might have a little bit of a theory on that later, so maybe I got ahead of myself there. But Logan didn't uh, didn't have the best day. Uh, he was seeded ninth. Uh, kid that beat him in the first round seeded eighth. Again, close match. But again, I I thought we had some chances to win that, and we didn't. Uh, uh, then he comes back and gets gets uh, loses the next match to be out. Um, you know, against a kid seeded seventh. So, uh, if you look at seeds, I guess they got it right. You know, he lost two close matches to kids who were seeded ahead of him. Um, you know, and so you can't really fault a guy for that. But then again, both cases I thought we could have wrestled better and, and won. But um, again, you know, more things to work on. Um, but uh, overall, Logan's been having a great year for us and and doing and really been contributing to the team. So um, one bad day doesn't make a whole season. So again, learn from it and get better. Um, next one eighty two. Uh, Luke McDonald comes in, number third, three seed. 
and finishes number three. So I guess they got right, uh, especially since the number two guy beat him. But uh, interesting thing for him, uh, if you're there and, or you see and see a DQ he won by in the quarterfinals, um, he was just dominating this kid. And, I mean, it was real early, too, and and put a crossface on the kid, and the kid bit him. <laughs> I mean, and, and the rules in wrestling are if you bite a guy, it's a flagrant misconduct, and you're automatically kicked out of the tournament. Uh, and Luke came up, and, and one thing I, and I told Luke afterward, I was real proud of how he handled the situation. You know, he, he could have gotten real upset and maybe pushed the guy or, you know, said some things and, you know, and got himself in trouble then too, or maybe himself thrown out. And so now you get, get thrown out. And so he handled it in the proper way. He did come up, said, he looked at me, he says, he bit me, you know. Yeah, and that's that's okay. So I said, hey, well, show the ref, you know, don't need to tell me. So he showed him his arm, and sure enough, two bite marks, teeth clearly defined. I could see them from where I was standing. Yeah, that was a that was a chomp. <laughs> that wasn't just a bite. <laughs> and so, uh, and what the refs look at is because you can do a cross face and catch somebody in the teeth and and put teeth marks on one side, but they look for bite marks, the top and bottom bite marks. And if there's top and bottom, it's definite that they bit down and 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 it was a full circle it was like he got all of it and yeah and then some so it, it, the ref looked at it and instantly said nope they're done and so <laughs> uh interesting thing there and we don't like to win that way i think luke would have pinned him anyway but uh you'd like to still wrestle the match but you gotta rules are rules because uh and just can't bite people <laughs> Um, I gotta tell my one-year-old that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then uh, he Luke had uh, this kid from North Platte, and uh, you know that, that was seated second in the semifinals, and really and wrestling well and dominating the kid. Well, and the kid's num rated number one in class A. Number one in class A. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, that's interesting. You didn't know that? Yeah. I did not know that. Um, yeah, that's what it says. So maybe. Maybe I'd move up to Class A. Nah. <laughs> we'll yeah, and he wrestled class him at one. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, great record. You know, that are, he was seated ahead of him, and, and Luke was just dominating him, beating him. Shoot, I don't know what, 9-2 or something like that? Yeah, quite a bit. And uh, But uh, uh, the guy, once he was getting beat pretty bad, he decided he was just going to go all out at Twister. And he had a tight Twister. He had a tight one. Uh Luke Luke got lucky on one of them. Time ran out just as he hit it, uh, and Luke survived that one. Uh, the kid hit it again, and then see when they roll because what a twister is—they're kind of rolling to their back. They got a head and an arm, and and uh, it if you're not ready for it, it, it could be a very tight pin. If you're ready for it and you know what you're doing, it doesn't work. Uh, but it also. When they're rolling through, sometimes you feel like when you're on top that you're able to grab them and hold them there and on their back. But the thing is, they're really cranking on your neck pretty hard. And and I think you've been through that once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> I think every wrestler's at least experienced that once or twice. And, and uh, you know, we don't really teach that. We teach more of the defense to it. Um, doesn't mean we won't show somebody that. Uh, mainly because you really know the defense to it. He could stop it pretty easily. Um, and I think Luke thought that he could just grab the guy and plant him on his back because he 
almost did the first time, then the kid put him on his back, but time ran out, so I don't think Luke really felt the the danger of that. I I knew it. And so we were trying to coach him up to you know to, to you know, watch out for that and how to defend it and uh get hit the second time, Luke was able to get out of it. And the third time he couldn't. And uh like you said, it's real tight and you know, Luke's winning you know, fairly comfortably against the number one rated kid in the state and, uh, and uh, you know, gets caught and pinned. And so kind of unfortunate for him. But at the same time, maybe it's a good lesson, too, for him to, that, uh, uh, you know, one of the things I keep preaching to Luke is that uh, he's, he's, he wins a lot. He's a great scrambler. He's a great brawler. But uh, you, if you get some technique, he's going to be unstoppable. Um, and there he's just trying to brawl off the guy and simple technique, grab that hand on the chin, pull it off. And which you can do, uh, would have stopped that move instantly. And the guy would have never been able to roll through and, and Luke would have easily won that match. So just something to learn, you know, Luke's a sophomore. So sometimes you need, even sophomores need learning experiences, but, uh, did a good job coming back. Um, uh, end up getting third place there. Uh, so, uh, um, real glad that he came back and, um, trying to look here. It's got him winning seven to four third place. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. Cause that, uh, Scott's County kid was, was pretty tough. Uh, so, uh, Luke had a good match to win, uh, for third place. So, uh, good to see there. Kid looked built pretty strong. Okay, going on to 195. Uh, Hunter Thompson. Hunter Thompson's, um, you know, really having a good year for us, uh, especially for his experience level and being a sophomore at a big weight. Because uh, a lot of times those big weights, they're physically more mature and stronger, and so it's, it's, it's tough. And, you know, if Hunter also, if he learns some technique, he's going to be really good someday. Um he ended up losing in the semifinals to this Munoz or whatever from Holdridge. And Munoz, he is uh, rated number six in, the, in Class B. Um, so really, that was, you know, even though he lost, that, that was, uh, you know, uh, much better than I expected. Uh, you know, more competitive and, and shows that he's not that far away either. Um and then so but he lost there in the semis dropped down and and uh the number one seeded kid got upset uh um by by sydney who hunter had in, in the finals or in, for third in place but uh um anyhow so uh hunter had that norfolk kid who's uh seated number one in the bracket uh and also actually beat hunter earlier in the year in our duel so um you know, very concerned about that, but uh, Hunter did a nice job, uh, beat that kid. Uh, you know, got revenge from earlier in the year. Although, really, like, love to have that win in a duel too. Maybe help <laughs> us out, but uh, it's it's old news. But if we're gonna, we got to win anyway. It's showing that uh, Hunter's improving, and that's that's what we want to see. We want to see progress throughout the year. We want to be passing guys up, you know, and beating guys that we lost to early in the year, and that's. Good to see Hunter progressing like that. Then Hunter ended up winning seven to one for third place. 
Like I said, that uh, Sydney kid beat the number one seed also, so he, he's not a bad wrestler. Uh, looked like Hunter, Hunter was up actually 7-0 to zero at one point and thought maybe we'd get a tech fall, or not a tech fall, a major decision, and or maybe a pin out of it. So I think it's actually 7-0 to zero in the first period, at the end of the first period. But He was pretty tired there at the end of the match, I know that. Yeah, um, and a lot of that, you know, there's a couple of things going on there. I mean, um, you know, practice, maybe work harder in practice, that might help, but uh, Hunter, Hunter's been doing a lot better in that area in practice, so I, I thought that was, uh, you know, maybe not as case. But uh, another thing that you, you really don't think about uh, is uh, when you wrestle with good technique, you're not as tired because everything is technique, it's smooth. Uh, when you're going out muscle on guys, throwing them around, your muscle gets tired fast. You know, that's why you see those big, strong, beefy guys. Uh, they're good for about two minutes and then, then they're pinned because uh, muscle tires fast. So if you're trying to muscle guys and, and do something, then that's kind of where Hunter's at. He's trying to uh, muscle guys. And the bad thing is he's a sophomore, and some of those guys are juniors and seniors. So, uh, so yeah, he, he, he got tired. He talked about his arm being just, you know, dead and couldn't hardly do anything. Well, that's a sign of he's using a lot of muscle strength and trying to wrestle not and not wrestling with technique. And so um, as he learns technique and develops better, uh, that'll, that'll come and, and uh, he'll be pretty dang tough. Uh, but third place, great for him. Um you know, much more better things down the road, too. Then we get to 2.20. Holy smoke, Craig. We're going to get on about three hour, two hours here. Getting close, yeah. That's we're probably going to go be a big two. one. It's All a big right. week. Well, it was a good week. A lot of a lot of great things this week. So, uh, All right, so I'll try speeding things up. Sorry, Garrett. Uh, Garrett did what he's supposed to do, torched everybody. Okay, next. No. Uh, yeah, Garrett did a great job. Um the final match uh, he had against a Ray Colorado kid, you know, real tough kid that uh, uh, beat um, Deckard, who's uh, from Adam Central. Um, they don't show him in the ratings here, but I know he's considered in some of the ratings. Got a great record. Um, so uh, that Ray Colorado kid was real tough. And going out, uh, he was one of the last two matches. Uh, uh, maybe not one of the last two, but one of the last two or three matches, I think. Because they end up pulling somebody in after him, but um, basically, it was two matches we cared about. <laughs> because uh, team race, uh, we were tied uh, with him going out there, and then also uh, Hastings stud uh, Damon Pape, uh, and uh, you know told Garrett that you know n- number one, we need to win. That, you know, get a win first of all. Second of all, uh, it would be nice. To get a pin for the team and and uh, uh, you know for the team race and Garrett went out there and pinned the guy in the first minute so he he listens well so that, that's good uh, but no a great a great job for Garrett to to pin a tough guy and like that and uh, that uh, guaranteed us to, to win the tournament um, didn't guarantee us to to uh, win it outright we would have tied. <coughs> If if Pape would have got a pin and and uh, or a DQ or a DQ and and yeah there and that uh, Damon Pape is a Division One recruit 
going to, I think, Northern Colorado. Um, and a very good wrestler, returning state champ. And uh, so I I was expecting them to get a pin there, especially since that was the same kid that uh, Luke McDonald was dominating earlier. Um, but uh, he ended up only winning 14 to 0. And, <laughs> and uh, we ended up winning the tournament because of that. So interesting things happen at the end. Only 14 to 0 because the whole third period was 14 to 0. Yeah, the guy just laid there. And he move. almost DQ'd himself out <laughs> stalling. Yeah. So, well, he got called for stalling early. I didn't get to see the whole match because right. Garrett wrestling and and plus I was trying to get a few things that I needed to get done, you know, for the tournament that they, you know, the outstanding wrestler they want that. So I need to do some research on that real quick, but because uh, they won't let us vote for our own guys, so I had to figure out who else out there looked good. But, uh, but, yeah, kind of what I heard was he got ding for stalling up to the maximum, and the next time we'd be disqualified. Well, officials don't like to disqualify people, so they let him lay on the bottom of the mat. And, and uh, But we, we were okay with that, too. <laughs> and not give up the pin. But anything less, tech fall, major, we, we win the duel out, or the, the tournament outright, and that's... And Hastings was well aware of that, too, because they chose top in the third, and they were only, you know, Pape was only going to go for a turn that was tight and going to put it away and didn't attempt anything that wasn't, so. Right. If you, you know, he could have cut the guy loose and, and then took him down and would have won by tech fall. But, no, he was going all out for the pin. So um, I, I talked to the North Platte coach afterward. I told him to tell you tell his kid thank you for helping us out we appreciate it and he kind of laughed and he says well yeah you're probably mad at him earlier now you're happy with him so i wasn't mad at him i mean he he, he tries to win and yes he, he beat us you know but uh but yes we're happy with him now all right 285 we got uh big stud jake steyer um you know and jake uh was the number seven seed um and came, uh, uh, you know, one match away from placing. So uh, kind of ended up, you know, he lost in in, in overtime to uh, Adam Central. Um, you know, the number six seed uh, also lost two to one on a very controversial call um, to the number two seed. So, you know, Jake's, Jake's coming along, he, uh, you know, it, People gotta understand that uh, heavyweight wrestling is is a lot different than 106 pound wrestling. Um, everybody wants him to shoot, uh, and it, it you shoot on a guy that's 285, and he you know I mean first of all usually you're probably a big guy because you so you're not always quick and you're a sophomore and, uh, and and yes we're trying to we're trying to shoot or we're trying to set up a shot. It's, it's more we're trying to set up a shot with him. We're so we're working with this technique on that. He's coming along. Uh, Got to remember, he's only a sophomore. Uh, he may be strong for a sophomore, but um, he's average for a high school kid of his size, and maybe even below average for a high school kid his size, as far as strength. Um, but but he's a strong sophomore, and he's coming along. He he listens and tries, and you could see him trying. He's developing, um, and you could see he was one point away from. Uh, 
you know, the second seeded guy, um, and, uh, and and really, like I said, getting a controversial call. Official decided the match. Um, you, you don't see that too often. Called Jake for stalling uh, with less than ten seconds left or so, and and uh, even even the Norfolk coaches came over and said that was that was a terrible call. And when you know the other coaches do that. And they won because of it. You know that it, you know it was bad. Uh, you know, most cases, officials, if they're going to call stalling that puts a guy ahead, they're going to do it with about thirty seconds. So it gives the op- guy the opportunity to uh, that it's his fault for not winning because he, you know, he didn't. He had thirty seconds left. He could still try getting a takedown, but ten seconds or something like within ten seconds, it, it's pretty much the official saying, you know what, we're not going to overtime. We're done. You lose. And that's kind of what the call went. Uh, so kind of disappointing there. Um, uh, you know, I, I thought Jake was in good position. He about turned him a couple times uh, when he was on top. I, you know, I, I, and Jake was, you know, with the overtime rules, Jake had the advantage that uh, I think we go into overtime. Uh, I think Jake wins that match. Um, but uh, unfortunate. Uh, but... For Jake, that's you know he's coming along. Then, uh, like I said, he he wrestled back through, got uh, lost in you know another overtime match. This time to Adam Central, who's seeded number six. Uh, so, uh, you know, and, and in that match too, it, he almost got a takedown or something like that in overtime to win it, but just just missed on that. Then the other kid ended up scoring in, in the regular in the like the second overtime period. Uh, outscored Jake and and uh, to get the win, but uh, he's going to be a force one of these days. Just wait. Um, so as a team, obviously we won it. Uh, you know, great win there. Uh, one real last thing about this tournament that I I thought and I mentioned earlier that I thought that I didn't think we wrestled as well as we should have overall. Uh, you know, I, I guess when I started going through these things and naming all these things, like well, maybe. Maybe I was a little harsh on my thoughts there because uh, we either wrestled up to our seeds or, or better than our, our seeds. And so maybe maybe it was better than I expected. But but uh, um, I, I do think, though, that we, you know, we should have done better anyway. Um, I think part of it is, is mental. Uh, that's, you know, in, in Matthew, you already talked about that confidence. Um, I know we talk about it in in uh, all the time um i i thought that there was way too much talk coming into the tournament about how tough it was uh you know yeah after showing the facts yes it is but uh um our guys gotta remember that uh um we're one of those tough teams we're the reason you know i mean we won the tournament so we're the tough team those other people's got to worry about us you know we we gotta quit worrying about how tough things are for us because um, we're the we're the tough guys you know so uh, you guys have earned it um, you know early in the year uh, I don't think we could have had the right to say that uh, based off of last year where we finished even though we knew and you mentioned that already too Matthew coming in you guys thought you we could have a good season um, but we have to earn it and I think we've earned that now and so that's something our guys need to start thinking, 
you know, and not be intimidated. I thought we were intimidated and, and wrestled a little uh, scared in the beginning, and that cost some of our guys some matches um, that, yes, on paper it would have been an upset. But, again, I, you know, I, when and I talk about this, I mentioned this before, you know, don't look at seeds. Uh, uh, certainly there's they tried putting people where they should be at, but there's reasons why. Maybe you're better than – where your seed is and you're the one that proved it to Matthew. And so something that uh, I'll, I'll task you, Matthew, to get our guys to, to believe and win. And, you know, that, you know, if we think we're going to be state champs, you know, you've already talked about that earlier that they got to act like it and think like it. And, and uh, you know, don't, you know, we're going to have tough tournaments coming up, you know, district state, you know, go in there and expect to win. And so, Something we got. We're going to work on these next couple weeks. So, uh, anything else you guys got to add? We, we're setting a new record, Matthew. You're part of a new record for podcast. So uh, we're getting close to that, yeah. Okay. I guess uh, then we'll go into the preview for the upcoming week. I'm sure uh, you don't want to touch on anything with practices or have any other info for the schedule. No, nothing really interesting coming out for that. Just same old stuff. Yep. So Thursday we go to Papillion La Vista for a duel another against another rated Class A team. Um, JV starts at six. We usually have a few JV matches with them. Yes. Yeah, they usually do. Um, yeah, another challenge for us uh, on paper. It's going to be a close one again. Um, they're a team that's been – Improving throughout the season, so uh, we're catching them at probably at their peak. Um, I think we can still win it. Uh, obviously, as good as they are, uh, you know, we, we got to wrestle our best to win it. If we don't, um, then they're going to win it. So, um, you know, it's going to be a very good duel. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to make a lot of difference in, in the state duel anymore at this point but uh uh it might so uh, we we definitely want to win it more for pride than anything else because we just want to keep winning yep and then saturday we go to to elkhorn for the emc conference tournament um, that starts at wrestling starts at 10 o'clock i know you've got the sheet out there so um obviously we saw the teams a couple of weeks ago at the dual tournament, but a little bit different flavor with the individuals. Yeah, um, you know we're you're right. It does start at ten o'clock on on uh, Saturday at at Elkhorn. Um, you know the conference, obviously, the, the history of our conference very tough. Uh, you know we we did to win the dual tournament, so it'd be nice to take home both trophies. Uh, but you know, as you said, duels are different than individual tournaments. So uh, it comes down to individuals winning uh, more matches and, and placing higher than it, than it does as across the board. So, um, you know, different dynamics there. And I think we're, I would say we're the favorites, especially after this weekend. Um, Blair still has a solid team. Uh, I know they had some guys uh, that have been kind of in and out of the lineup recently. Uh, if they get them all back, uh, they're going to be definitely a force. Um, you know, in, in Nebraska City, I wouldn't, 
you know, wouldn't uh, sleep on them either. Uh, you know, and and there's good individuals across the board. So, um, you know, not only as team we want to do well individually too. So, uh, any thoughts from you, Matthew, on on this? No, I just think we really should win this weekend, and hopefully we win it by a ways. Yep. Uh, how about your weight class? So you went undefeated in yours, didn't you? I did, yeah. All right. Um, well, you know, one good thing about that, you should have confidence. Um, but, again, I'll tell our guys, too, is uh, what happened at the duels is in the past. All right? You know, um, whether you win or lose, uh, you got to go out there and wrestle again. And, and uh, um, you know, don't just assume you're going to get – it, uh, everybody's gonna roll over for you. They're gonna they're gonna still battle for it, and just go out. And, you don't have to wrestle everybody, but you have to wrestle two or three of them, yeah. and win those. And that's what uh, what matters. So, um, so yeah, that's that's coming up here. Um, really, that's about all for that. I guess uh, you know it, it, it's important because it's our conference, and we want to always be on top in the conference. Yep. So. Uh... As always, we'll touch on the state duels wild card update. Um, as of this afternoon, we're sitting in fourth place with 45 points. All it's all locked up. We're going to state duels. It's just now a matter of if with fourth seed, third seed, the fifth seed, um, with a couple other results coming in with how some of these out of state teams did, if that affects anybody's points, and even. You know, the, the duel on Thursday with Papillion La Vista, um, potentially tweaking our points just a little bit. Yeah, that could help us because uh, being a Class A school, um, if we get if we win the duel or win the duel, that'll give us forty nine points, which is above our average right now. So it'll bring our average up a little bit. Uh, not enough to pass anybody up. Currently, uh, Pierce is done wrestling duels, uh, so they're going to stay at 45.5. Now, there is a, a little thing that it, it, it's very difficult to predict or, or calculate, but that's how your the team you wrestled before uh, does. Um, for example, we, we wrestled Beatrice uh, twice. Um, they're 11 and 8. Let's say they go out and wrestle... Uh, four duels and lose them. I mean, probably better example. I, I'm not sure if there's uh, anybody that we have, um, but uh, uh, let's use. Um, Try to find an example here. Anyhow, let's say uh, we're uh, one of the teams we wrestled. Uh, let, let's say, let's use Beatrice example. I guess if they were had an even record, eight and eight, something like that, and that puts them in a tier two. Uh, level points that we get if they lose a um, one duel and they go below 500 now they're in tier three uh, that takes three points away from us um, you know so there could be those little things in there that adjust points here and there it doesn't adjust them a lot but then again at 45.5 compared to our 45 and if we get you know we win our duel uh, we'll end up a little bit higher uh, if we have a couple other teams that we dueled, you know, jump to a next level, or or Pierce has some to drop, uh, drop, you know, a duel. But I, but uh, you know, th those are all hard to.
calculate and figure out and you could probably go through the entire schedules and kind of get an idea but uh you know it's a lot of work and not and hard to discuss yeah. but uh, but it is something that could change things but as it looks right now um i'm thinking we're going to end up four seed uh, that means we'll probably be on the side of Hastings. Um, you know, and unfortunately, I, you know, looking at the teams, I, I feel uh, confident that we, you know, we could win it every other duel, uh, and Hastings would probably be the state championship duel. I think we're the two best teams in, in Class B. Uh, we'll probably be wrestling in the semifinals for the state championship. Um, I mean, still got to go ahead and win the next one, but uh, so uh, that's kind of where we're at. And, and uh, you know, Hastings is probably going to be a little upset after yesterday, so <laughs> uh, they might come out a little angry, uh, you know. So we need to be ready for that and be ready to wrestle. Um, we want to win the state title. We're going to have to uh, to win that. Now there's always a possibility that some things may change, uh, Adam Central has a duel with Northwest. Um, you know, if they can win that one, uh, that'll increase their points. Uh, you know, and obviously, like I said, uh, common opponents could change things, or you know, past teams they've wrestled could change things. And Hastings got a, a dual tournament come up. If they have a bad, and I haven't seen who's all in it. I know it's a Papillion duels. Um, I just I better real check real quick if they still in it. They were in it in the past, and I believe they are. It says they are on their schedule. Okay, so um, that's a dual tournament. So there's going to be five duels there. Uh, you know, and uh, if I, I obviously Papillion's there, um, a quality team. If they can beat them, well then, yeah, that helps them out, and they're solid number one. And, and then it's definitely us and them. But if they lose to them. That'll drop them a little bit, and and uh, you know there might be some other teams. I other, I think Burke used to go there. Whether they still do or not, um, I don't know. But uh, anyhow, if they can lose a duel or two there, all of a sudden they might be the second seed. So there's things that could change. But uh, if I was predicting out, I, I think it's them one, Adam Central two, Pierce three, and then us four, and. Uh, um, so we're we'll be meeting up in the semifinals, the state duels, and that's assuming we both take care of business the first round, and we can't overlook that because uh, you know there's going to be some solid teams in there. Uh, my guess is Gearing might be the the fifth seed, um, and that's who will have the first round. Uh, that's if things work out. So anyhow, that's kind of my analysis there, and, and uh, we'll know a lot more. <coughs> After next weekend, because obviously next weekend's the last weekend, and and it's decided, uh, and they're bracketed after that, because that's in two weeks. Yep. I guess the uh, the last thing to to touch on on this podcast, we do have the kids tournament on next Sunday. Uh, yeah, real quick, we can touch on that. Um, that's one of our biggest. Uh, that is the biggest fundraiser for us. Uh, we need as much help as possible. I know all parents have. Uh, received uh, emails on on signups for sign up genius for the concession stand and different uh, help we need with the registrations and weigh ins and things. Uh, you know, so if you haven't done it already, get out there and sign up. Um, you know, this takes an army to to run. I mean, you, when you figure it out, there's probably seventy plus 
people we need to run this event and, and uh, we've always had a great support from parents and everybody uh, to get this done and always filled all the positions so but just gotta always keep reminding people and matthew you guys will be rolling some mats and and uh running some tables yeah. next sunday at this time so I think our, that's, i'm sure you're excited i think that sunday's the day after winter formal too so yeah it is yeah it it uh, has been the last few years and so it's kind of a challenge because um, we have to set up after the emc tournament yeah. uh last year was nice parents came out and kind of because we knew it was going to be running later uh they came out and uh and actually took your guys' place for the most part yeah. on the mat. So maybe talk to your parents. That's up to you. They did a good job. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, we're going to need to roll them, roll them out um, uh, on Saturday after the tournament. Hopefully get you guys out. Or if your parents are nice enough to step up for you, uh, we'll get them done and you guys are free to go. Uh, but then again, yep, you got to get up early in the morning. I think at eight thirty, you guys are expected to be there, run. Uh, That's early tables. Yeah, <laughs> early morning. <laughs> so, but this is a major fundraiser for us, uh, and and uh, it uh, goes back to into the program and everything we do, and and uh, without it, we're you know, parents are gonna you know are paying for a lot more stuff. Uh, uh, you know, it helps sends everybody to camp in the summer and camp for the young kids too um just does a lot of things for a program so um, it's important for us and it looks like long range forecast is good weather for it so uh hopefully uh you have a good crowd and make some good money for it yep anything else you want to touch on i know we're over two hours yep new record it's all all matthew's fault so <laughs> anything you got to add matthew no all right I don't have anything else either. All right, then uh, tune in next week. Hopefully, I'll have my voice back so we can recap the maybe. Po- maybe. Well, because we got yeah, we got to determine. We'll we'll find a way to squeak it out Sunday, or maybe maybe we have to do it on Monday or something. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday too. I know. And by the way, we'll be done before the Super Bowl. Sunday. Yeah. Don't worry, you won't miss a Super Bowl. So tune may in. Come, may come late for Super Bowl parties, but that's okay. Tune in next week, maybe a day or two late. Um, but yeah, we'll recap. Pillion La Vista Duel EMC Conference Tournament then uh, we'll preview uh, our own Bennington JV Tournament in this first year I think we're having this well it's it's, uh, it's not a J- Bennington Tournament it, it's, it's a Bennington event yes it's uh, multiple schools are taking turns hosting the event and so it's called Bennington JV Meet but it's it's really a the rotating rot- JV tournaments this year called Bennington JV Tournament and then uh, we'll preview the state dual tournament by then. Uh, shoot, if we do it on Monday, maybe we'll we'll know the brackets. So oh, yeah. maybe we'll shoot. Know. We'll know Sunday. So uh, tune in next week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and uh, tell your friends and family and everybody else to uh, check out the podcast. So until next week, see ya.